Studios, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. This week we've got more Zombie World, but first, let's talk about Gen Con. We have a full slate of panels and shows for you this year that you can find at bit.ly slash osngencon. That's bit.ly slash O-S-N-G-E-N-C-O-N. We'll have performances by your favorite network shows like System Mastery, Neo Scum, Campaign, The Dungeon Dome, Warda, A Woman with Hollow Eyes, and so much more. Some of these shows still have tickets available, and even if a show is sold out, you can always show up to the appointed time and location with generic tickets and we'll get you in. One Shot, unfortunately, does not have a meetup planned this year. Normally, I'm the one who plans them, and this year my workload has been so much heavier than usual, I couldn't make it happen. We'll be happy to say hello to folks after our panels, so long as we don't have one lined up immediately afterwards. We'll work to get a meetup going next year. Before we get to our episode, I'd like to take a moment to thank some of our backers on Patreon. John Bowler. Thank you. Kurt Larson. Thank you so much. Sada. Thank you. Joe Dehoney Robbins. Thank you. Robin Miller. Thank you so much. John the Ninth. Thank you. Andrew Robb. Thank you. Eight Escape. Thank you so much. Jamie Robertson. Thank you very much. GM. Thank you. Andrew Lawton. Thank you. Joe Tinkler. Thank you. Maurico Souza. Thank you. Vega Baby. Thank you very much. Nebulous. Thank you. Matthew Bartholomew. Thank you so much. Rob7030. Thank you. Jacob. Thank you so much. Ian Parliman. Thank you. John Leonard. Thank you so much. Jared Obermeyer. Thank you very much. Will. Thank you. Doug Geisler. Thank you. Josh Baker. Thank you so much. Matthew Heron. Thank you. Ava Stos. Thank you. Jack Flynn. Thank you very much. Lala Hulse. Thank you. And Caleb Stifler. Thank you so much. Thanks again to all of our backers on Patreon. The One Shot Network is going to Gen Con, and we're only able to be there because of support from folks like you. I can't wait to meet everyone who's going to be at the show and share what we record at the show with everyone through the Patreon Secret Archive. With all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Works get started early on Fox Lake. Oh, here we go. Since you do not have any electricity and rely mainly on bonfires, torches, and candles, you need to make use of the light while you have it. It's summer, though, and that also means that you don't necessarily want to work in the middle of the day, so you want to get your heavy work done in the morning. Although it's morning, you can hear the bugs already droning in the grass. It's kind of sleepy. You don't hear any zombie moans as you walk out the front door of the prison and take in the beautiful morning. There's the scent of sun-baked grass. You can can smell a little bit that Alana must be cooking something because it definitely smells like something's burnt and that means it's normally Alana. (laughs) The the sun is just rising uh, and kind of glinting off the lake. And who is it? that has first stepped out of the prison to kind of take a look around. I think it might be one of us because we're definitely sleeping together, but we're trying to get up before uh, anybody notices because we have no privacy. Yeah, so you you probably stepped outside first and I went the opposite way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like going back, maybe looking for a chore or something or like even just to like see Maybe even like wake up kids, you know, like whoever is like doesn't have responsibility themselves. Yeah. 
Okay. So I guess, yeah. So you're being a, a, a good community member looking mm -hmm. after anybody else. You can smell uh, the burnt, and you can hear Alana like swearing up a storm back in the kitchen area. Justice, mm -hmm. what do you do normally first thing in the morning whenever you go outside? Uh, normally, first thing I do is when I get outside, I just take in the glory that has been given to us by the Creator, take in the light, breathe it in, and let out my own light into the world. Uh, according to the teachings of my father, and then uh, check the snares. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good call. Mm -hmm. So whenever you say snares, to me that says like small birds and rabbits. Mm -hmm. So as you're walking along to check the snares, you do see um, that part of the fence, there is this big area where the, the chain link has come away from the frame it's clearly big enough for a zombie to come through and definitely need some repair. You don't see any zombies yet, though. I'm going to turn around and do... I'm, I, I, my survival is very low, so <laughs> I am very much focused on the power of teamwork <laughs> and community. So I'm going to, as soon as... Uh, did I... Have I... Well, and the snares are... I'm going to turn around and go inside and just, like start waking folks up. Okay. Well, as you head back inside, uh, let's shift over to Wick. Mm -hmm. Wick, what do you do first thing in the morning? Uh, I think first thing in the, I like, ooh, bound out of bed. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, splash some water on my face. I look down at the two buckets in my cell that I have like, like kind of converted into a little one room living space. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm out of water, so I'm going to head uh, down towards the edge of the prison to fill up from the lake. So, so I'm just carrying two buckets outside. You've got your two buckets. You're heading to the front, so Justice will definitely run into you. Mm -hmm. How about you, Hooch? I think the warden probably has most inmates, legitimate inmates, doing some sort of menial public service uh, very early in the morning. So I think Hooch is cleaning something. He's probably em emptying something into a larger latrine that they did. Uh, I'll bet there are like buckets or things that uh, prisoners have to pour into a latrine. Let's say that Opal uh, Ramirez, she is a former bounty hunter who became warden once oh. she decided to settle yeah. down a little bit. So you still listen to Opal whenever she instructs you to do things. Yeah. And of course, sanitation is very important. Opal's uh, one of the only people that stand between us and everybody else sometimes. So let's say that on your trip to clean out the latrines, you definitely will also be in Justice's way should she choose to address you. Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise, we know Alana's in the kitchen and Roxana and Hazel are uh, standing there kind of passing back and forth uh, a home-rolled cigarette because real cigarettes got real scarce pretty yeah. quick. Cousin Morrison, welcome to the light. Uh, well, 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 this is Lady Justice herself. <laughs> to yes. what do I owe the pleasure? Well, uh, you're doing such a great job. I thought I'd let you know, um, you and your work crews, that one of the part of the fences come loose. What do you mean part of the fences come loose? Well, I'll show you. But part of the fence is pulled free from the poles. Son of a bitch. Uh, he looks for a place to stash this bucket full of waste, and he quickly follows Justice to this fence that might need mending. I point straight at it. 
from a very from a distance. Now, how in the hell did this happen? Well, I don't know. I, I mean, I just woke up from my own cell, so I came out here to catch. Y'all know what kinds of fences these are. They don't just break on their own. Now, Wick, you have exited the prison with your buckets, and you can hear this. Hey there, folks. Good morning. Hey, Mr. Wibbit. Although it sounds a little bit like you're starting to get close to getting in Justice's face. You haven't outright accused her yet of messing up the fence. No, no, I have not. Um, well... Y'all, y'all, y'all up pretty early for uh, part of the general populace. I just want to know if y'all seen something. I didn't see anything. I, I came around to check the, the snares after I did my morning ablutions. And I think that's how you pronounce that word. And I saw, I saw it. And the first thing I did was turn and look for somebody who's on one of the work crews. Wick, what do you know about this? Know about what? The, the hole fence. In the fence. There's the a fence. hole in the goddamn fence. The fence came loose. Hey now, no need to escalate this situation. Sounds like we got a minor problem needs fixing. That's all. This ain't a minor problem, Wick, and you goddamn well know that. Hey, how about we watch our language? Are you getting in his face? Uh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Dude. Like I take like yeah. a half step closer. All right, go ahead and draw plus savagery. Okay, so four cards. Jeez. <laughs> I got an edge is my best draw. Mm. So that's how that goes? Or Yes. Great. So uh, on a hit, they have to choose either to mark stress and escalate the situation or concede. Um, so you can back down. Uh, we're trying to keep our uh, relationship on the down low for now. Um, so I think in this moment... Uh, you see like a spark and a fire in his eyes. Like, I can't believe you're riling me in this way. But he does back down. There we go. All right. Uh, so you don't have to mark a stress. But, um, you know, the fence is still sitting there, clearly broken. I'll take care of the, I'll take care of the fence. I'll take care of the fence. You need some help? Yeah, you know what? I would love some help with the fence. Uh, uh, well, actually, I was going to say Cousin Luzajevic. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you would, I thought we could maybe work on our, our puppet show for the afternoon. Oh, that's a great idea. I, you know, I, I think Cousin Morrison certainly has it in hand with, with some of his boys. Well, Justice knows best, doesn't she? <laughs> I think... I think I can take care of this. Justice, if you would do me the kindness of informing... Uh, the warden about this situation. I feel like everybody should keep their eyes out if uh, holes are going to start popping up in fences. Absolutely. I'll talk to Father and make sure he knows and we'll get the information out. And there. also the warden. I would appreciate if the of, warden Of course, was of well. course. I will, I, I'm sure Father will keep her informed. <laughs> Maybe someone should do a walk around, make sure that's not the only hole we got. You know what? I think I'll do that as part of my maintenance, for okay. sure. For what? sure. We'll go with the light, Cousin Morrison. Yeah, I got the light on right on top of my head. Thank you very you much. You do, and you got it inside, too. Well, take it easy, Hooch. Uh, I'm going to roll. I'm gonna uh, draw for avert disaster here. <laughs> well, before um, you if, do ooh, that, mm, please. You're actually going to use your strong fences move to repair the fence, okay, if that's what nice. you'd like to do. Yes, Sweet. that is what I would like to do. 
So when you check and repair your strong fences, draw plus survival. Mm -hmm. That's going to be four for me. Dang. Whoa. Sir? Mm -hmm. Do the survivalist. So it's good you gave him that job. Good. Go. And, oh, I got a triumph in Excellent. there. Excellent. All right. Also two misses, so. Wow. That could have been very bad. Um, on a hit, you suss out weak points and address them with supplies on hand. The entire colony is considered to be barricaded against intrusion until time passes. Um, so you did a really good job. So I have a question for you as our game master. The damage done to this fence, mm -hmm. is it wear and tear damage maybe from undead? Or is is there uh, perhaps clipping or, or screws being pulled? Could I should I pull for something like that? Uh, no, as you're repairing it, you do you can see that someone loosened it mm. intentionally. Fucking mm -mm. Gregory Mason. <laughs> so Gregory. Who's, nobody's fucking Gregory Mason. <laughs> nobody's fucking great. Oh, I think I, I, <laughs> What? <laughs> Excellent. So Gregory, mm -hmm. you are going around like a good person, and you are uh, waking up people. Let's see. May I say one thing? Yeah. Could I say that I absolutely tripped over the bucket of waste <laughs> that Hooch put down oh, yes. when he went to fix Holy it? And I don't know where, like, wh why is this here? <laughs> you know, like, it was like in the middle of the hall, and so now it my shoes are there. covered. Ugh. <laughs> Which is unfortunate. You don't smell that great. Yeah. So after that happens, do you continue trying to... I, like, uh, I, like, I, I, I pause briefly to try and clean up best I can, but I don't want to waste water. So it, it's, you know, yeah. it's, 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 just, it's a spit shan. And I just move on and try to... Because I have more important things to do than my appearance. You do. Because as you're going through and waking people up, uh, you, you come to stand outside of Anya's cell. And it appears that perhaps you pause there for a moment. Mm -hmm. Do you actually go inside the cell? Or do you just stand outside for a moment? So, like, there's no door. It's like a blanket covering it. I think what I do is, like, I stand there and, like, I just, like, open it. And, like, the shot in the movie is just, like, my silhouette, like, in that opening, looking it down, and then close it again. But I do take, like, a look around. Well, whenever you look inside, you do see that someone is laying in Anya's bed. Can I tell from here who it is or? No, they have a blanket drawn up over them, over their head. You can't make out anything about oh. the figure. Okay, so I'll be like, pardon me, sir or madam. Uh, <laughs> in the confusion, so <laughs> in the confusion of the darkness last night, I think you have stumbled into the wrong sleeping quarters. Mm. And the blankets rustle a little, and then grow still. I'm going to raise my voice just ever so slightly. <laughs> Just in case, I don't mean to disturb your slumber, but once again, we do have work to do, and I think you're in the wrong room. Mm, eh. Can I assess a bad situation? I think that's a good idea. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have been in this world long enough to be like, no, no words, eh? <laughs> oh, you're just lightly groaning at me? Hmm, must be a human. Allow me to take a closer look. Uh, so I do plus one, and it's... I will lean over your head momentarily. Steel. <laughs> so it's three. my fleshy neck. So it's three? Because hmm. uh, yes. it's my steel plus one? The only way to assess that I can think of is to put my arm in your mouth. <laughs> see if you bite. Ooh, that seems good. The best I have is an opportunity. Mm. Ooh. So uh, the other two you got were misses? Yes. 
so that means that uh, it will count as a triumph if you mark a stress. If you don't, then you miss. Okay. I, I think I will absolutely do a stress, and I think this is like, stressful I feel to me in this situation is for a second I'm like, is Anya alive? You know, like, for a moment, like, should she return to her bed? Wait, were you, in an, were you having in a relationship with Anya? <gasps> Maybe yeah. I won't. Oh, oh no. And, and then he when, a dog. And when, <laughs> And Dog when she was gone, I had to find something else to warm my bed, you know? Oh, <laughs> my God. Wow. And the first person you went to was the daughter of the cult leader? <laughs> hey, any porn is still on. Oh, uh, my God. If I heard any of this, you did, This so is all right. my inner monologue. Right. That it's causing me who knows how much stress. Because I've been is, pining for months. This is a diary I cannot wait to <laughs> and show to everyone. Uh, so, yeah, I will, I will turn that by taking that stress. So uh, you assess a bad situation. You get to ask two questions. Okay. Um, and when you ask on the answer or act on the answer, you get to draw plus one. Um, so if you want to ask me their first question, I will ask this: um, Knowing zombies the way I do, mm -hmm. would I be able to like s smell them, or like do they have <laughs> viscous fluid that would like show through the sheet? Is there any like obvious sign of zombie I'd be used to? Well, we were just discussing how you spilled waste on your shoes and you didn't oh, really clean morning. it off. Yeah. I, I literally shot myself in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and zombies aren't, like, super wet. And even if they are, some of you are from sweating. Mm -hmm. right. So neither of these are really going to tell you um, the obvious signs. Cool. I'll ask the first one. What here is the biggest threat to me? Uh, the biggest threat to you is you can see now that uh, next to the bed is a backpack that does not look familiar. Mm. And attached to the backpack is a machete. Whoa. And it is clearly within reach of the individual on the bed. And now my next one is what is my best escape route? Can I say... No, I'll just ask that. I'll just, what is my best escape route if I chose to engage with them uh, more? Can I say that? Yeah, like, like we can make it a little bit more specific. Like if I start talking to them and they went for the machete, what would be my best escape route? Well, probably if you pull the curtain down and throw it on them, mm -hmm. that will give you enough time that you could run to the front of the wing and alert other people that there is something. I have one environment question about our surroundings. We were saying we're using these curtains. Mm -hmm. Are the doors still attached? Totally. And if I slammed it closed, you, you need keys, right? Yeah. Yes. Or are these the sliding or are they hinged? They don't auto lock because you don't have any electricity. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So mm. if you have a key, you can lock them. Right. Yeah. Because the prison has the move to be able to lock someone up. Cool. So I'm going to pass this over so you can take a look at it. Thank you. Um, in case you want to use it sometime soon, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think that's honestly what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop engaging and try and find the warden and alert him, uh, her to the situation. Okay. Uh, but, like, before I go, it's like... Oh, I understand my confusion. I'm sorry, Miranda, you had this cell tonight. Uh, have a good sleep. I'm totally lying. Is that like a deception? Well, I know you're trying to figure out if you're triggering a zombie move, which you wouldn't because there's only one individual in there. Okay, yeah. 
uh, I assume you're trying to, to figure that out. Well, I said the backpack with the machete, as I am now making the assumption, it's just somebody who snuck into our prison. And so I'm being like, I don't want to alert him to the fact that I think they don't belong here. Okay. Mm. Um, that doesn't trigger moves, so that's totally fine. Cool. Now, are you going to try and lock them up before you leave? <laughs> I'm going okay. to very casually just be like, oh, sorry, I'll be on my way. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Uh, so whenever you come, uh, I assume you're hurrying? I, I am. Yes. As you hurry towards the front of the jail, we established that Opal was overseeing the other inmates who are cleaning out the latrine. You're still working on the fence. Mm -hmm. So are you two working on the puppet theater? Yeah. Yeah. And of course, your allies are around as well, yeah. doing normal chores and stuff like that. So the first person you see is Percy. Okay. Who is Justice's ally. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to say, like, Percy, um... They're bringing food out from the kitchen. Percy, uh, if I could bend your ear a minute, uh, I'm afraid... I don't really, you know, have time for your fears. I understand, and I fear for you, my friend, for I think we have a stranger in this prison. Wait, what? Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, there seems... Why didn't you just say that? Why do you always have to use so many words? Because words are the one thing the zombies cannot take from us. <laughs> You're such a fucking lawyer. Where are they? Uh, they are back in Anya's cell. There's an unfamiliar backpack and somebody covered in a blanket. So, by the way, one thing we haven't established is whether or not you all have a universal signal, meaning, holy fuck, something's happening inside. Mm. Do you? Well, I think based on that, the answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> I think I give a long, drawn-out metaphor, and then... <laughs> and then we spring into slow action. Yeah, I think, like, I think maybe we've been lulled by the fact that we are surrounded by a lake. Yeah. That, like, the zombie population we kind of took care of. And except, except, like, in this wing. So, like, yeah. we wing, feel like right. we know where the dangers are coming yeah. from, and they'd I, be coming through, like, those those channels, those prison transport fence channels. Right, so I think maybe I think maybe at best in one of the towers there's like a bell or something or like a flare or something. Now that's something else I wanted to clarify. Zombies are drawn by sound, mm. loud noises. So I think a flare. Yeah. <laughs> like a flare that would let us know, like, oh shit, you like we can see it. It's unfortunately a firework. Mm -hmm. That's all we have left. Mm -hmm. it's yeah. Extremely and it's loud. one that doesn't really make a lot of light. It's just sound. It's actually those wheezing fireworks. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. And we have synchronized it to Bob Seger, so we do play that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. We just went our, one our, step further. Actually, scratch everything. Our warning <laughs> sign is Laser Floyd. We just do it yeah, yeah, yeah. Laser. Well, that's that's totally obviously something you'd have at the prison. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to clarify. So, Percy, what equipment does Percy have? Percy has a holy book and rosary beads. That's right. Um, Classic Percy. Mm -hmm. I guess I did have the priest swearing. Sorry about that. Um, Percy is berating you for your stupidity. Um, at the same time, looking around, Opal, uh, until he locates the warden, who does indeed have handcuffs and a pistol. Mm -hmm. Tell her. Opal, I believe we might have picked up a stray. There is a person I do not recognize in Anya's jail cell. Are you sure it wasn't Opal? I'm sure it wasn't Opal? Or, I'm sorry, Anya. Anya is no longer with us. You are quite aware of that fact, and though I wish it were true, I cannot believe it. And I am aware that the dead walk. Do you know whether or not Hooch disposed of her body properly? I wouldn't trust Hooch as far as I can throw him, but I don't know if the dead bring in stray backpacks. Backpack, you say? Yes, arm, too. 
Shetty Long is my forearm. All right, you're going to go first, and then we need to assemble some people. You two, mm. stop being so useless <laughs> with your puppet theater. Percy. Get your guns and come with us. I don't have a gun. I have a hammer. Get your hammer. Okay. And come with us. So Opal will assemble the three of you plus What's Percy going on? and a couple of others. Can I pick up Demarcus? You can pick up Demarcus. He's a great addition. Yeah, thank mm -hmm. you. Um, and she looks at you and waits for you to lead them all to Anya's cell. Right this way, everyone, but please keep your voices down. They still may be asleep. Ooh, we got a rider in there? We're not quite sure. Oh. And so. Uh, cousin Mason, what seems to be happening? Um, there is a strange person in Anya's bedroom. I am 80% sure there's still a person, but it is very good to be cautious. And why were you looking in Anya's bedroom? Well, as you know, I... Sure, anyway, this way. <laughs> <laughs> Voice is down now, everybody. No more questions. I yeah. have a butcher knife, just a butcher knife. Well, uh, you probably have the butcher. I borrowed a butcher knife. He's got a hammer. He have it. Yeah, that's funny. He's a surgeon with that hammer. Yeah, <laughs> butcher. Butcher is not so much a profession as it is like a descriptive. Yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do want to. I I, my, I probably have a sawed-off shotgun. Okay. Because I think hunting would be the only experience it is, but he tried to make it a little bit easier to carry. Yeah, um, that makes sense. Okay, so uh, I lead with that, and it's like ready to go. So all of you are gathered out of the side of the cell. It's still early morning. The temperature in the prison just rises quickly. It's kind of one of those situations where it's like, it's bad to be inside because it's so hot. But whenever you go outside, it's even hotter. Although maybe at least there's a breeze mm -hmm. sometimes. And of course, all the lake does is add humidity. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so you're all standing outside the cell. You're feeling the sweat trickling down your forehead and inside your shirt. What do you say? Excuse me, if I could have your attention. You hear Opal just like sigh deeply. <laughs> Move aside, and she jerks the curtain down, mm -hmm. uh, letting you all see into Anya's former cell. There is no one inside. The wow. blanket is ruffled as if someone had leapt out of bed, um, and there is no backpack. And Opal turns around. Seeing walking dreams? What is this? Now, I, I trust Cousin Mason would be honest about what he saw. He's not a man given to flights of fancy. You'd trust a tree if it liked your father. Well, exactly. and to the point, Cousin Mason and my father don't necessarily see eye to eye, so the very fact that I would trust him should say something. I still don't see why I should care whether or not you trust him. Well, it's this very lack of trust is why I wanted to get a second witness to what I saw as quickly as possible. Well, it sounds to me like we might have some stranger wandering around our area here. If you need someone to go check it out. There are two possibilities. One is that I am seeing phantasms, or two, there is somebody here who does not belong here. Feeling a little feverish? Well, right? if it is the former, then we can deal with my illness later, but if it is latter, then time is of the essence. Hmm. You were alone when you saw this person? Yes, you know my usual route, checking all the cells in the morning. Uh, I was going to meet up with Demarcus in just a couple minutes, but uh, he had not found me yet. And she looks at the two of you, specifically you, and says, maybe you and Demarcus should check him and make sure he didn't get bit. Yeah, uh, any 
Any other encounters you might have had that you may have I failed to mention, Greg? Instantly start taking off my time. <laughs> like, I stood there. Absolutely. I have absolutely nothing to hide. I do want to be quickly, because once again, the more we talk, the further this stranger could flee. Yeah. Um, Demarcus, do you mind uh, giving old Greg here once over while I just walk around and see if everything's okay? Yeah. Now, Demarcus is not your ally. No. But I'm going to ask him for help anyway. That's true. All uh, right. He is currently neutral towards you, so you can ask him for help. Right. Um, of course, you're kind of asking him to go against his friend. Well, and so he keeps he keeps looking at Gregory. Yeah. Who, who better to look him over than yeah. his ally? I, I and I'm saying like Marcus. I'm telling. I'll do him. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. I'd be happy to help. And Uncle's uh, like, but I have a triumph. Uh, oh. Ooh, wow. Ooh. Excellent. That's a compelling case. <laughs> Um, so you have to give him a bribe or a motive. Mm-hmm. Um. A good reason for why he should do this. Well, he's like, well, he's, he said he didn't get bit. No, of course not, Demarcus, but if our two options are bitten or a stranger in here, and we can say for sure there's a stranger, then maybe that's a reason to put all of us on alert. You okay with this? I'm absolutely fine. All right. I'm telling you, you could use some tattoos. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to quickly switch over to Hooch. Hooch is sweating. There's a lot of labor that went into this, I think, making sure everything's put together. I, I don't know that, like, if screws came out and, like, they're not left there in the dirt, screws are probably a, kind of a rare resource. Yeah. I mean, there might be workshops in the prison, but we might be cut off from that. No, we got the garage. You do yeah. have the garage. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It, it's just there's Maybe it's just heavy equipment moving back and forth, and it is so hot. So, so hot. Now, one thing you have with your enclave is you can always forage for supplies. Mm. And this allows you to uh, figure out if you have gear. So especially if your idea is that you want to make sure you have all the tools you need and maybe something useful like a heavy wrench just in case you need it. Love that. (laughs) So foraging for supplies. You draw three cards from the survivor deck. For each hit, take uh, plus one gear. Okay. And then you spend it to say what you find while you are foraging. And a triumph counts as two. And I got, ooh, a triumph. Heck yeah. And an opportunity. I hope we thrive. (laughs) We build a new better That means you get two gear from the triumph. Mm -hmm. If you want the opportunity to count as a triumph, you have to mark stress. Oh, man. Mm. Okay, I do want to do this because um, I want to. I want to start marking stress and playing a little bit fast and loose. So what I think happens is like I go to make sure that we have all the equipment that we need to fix this and that this doesn't ever happen again. Uh, when Hooch fixes something, it stays fixed. Mm-hmm. I go in. I, I manage to find you know a bucket of screws. I, I find like a, a heavy toolbox and. I think back to, you know, the days when I would have to be in the prison workshop and I remember seeing rolls of chain link, but those rolls of chain link happen to be in another storage room that is in the infected part of the prison. It's so close to the workshop. It's (laughs) so close to the workshop. All I would need to do is pop out for a minute and go there. I think it's worth it. Totally. It's totally worth it. This problem is going to stay solved forever. We're not going to have to deal with this again if I get this. Who saved the day then? 
smooched it. That's right. I do want to draw your attention to the idea that you can also push your luck while you're foraging, where you draw a bite card to forage again and draw three more cards. You know, I don't think we're there yet, but I'm glad that that temptation exists. Mm. I feel like I'm taking risk enough uh, Mm. with this stress. And I'm going to pass you this spare enclave card so you can see what you can do with gear. Mm. Okay. But it sounds like you are going out uh, into a part of the prison that is known to be infected Mm -hmm. while your fellow survivors are dealing with a potential intruder. So I think we're going to go ahead and have you make it to the workshop Mm -hmm. pretty easily, too easily. (gasps) And as you're rummaging around, you hear a scuffing noise behind you. Okay, then I am going to grab probably probably a big wrench from that toolbox and like try and put it down silently and turn around turn around to see what might be there. Or do I have to make a move for that? You don't have to make a move right now um, unless you want to assess a bad situation. <sighs> All right, I feel like I should assess a bad situation. Yeah. Please give me an opportunity. I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you're going to draw plus steel, and then you get to ask me some questions. Two misses. Excellent. Oh. Most excellent, sir. So you turn around. Does something bad happen on a miss? Is that right? Yes. You get to decide what the bad thing is? Yes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Very fun. Uh, I get to make a hard move. Yes. Which so far you have not seen. Mm. We're excited. I will like it. So you've got that wrench in your hand, and you turn around, and what you see is this rather short woman. She's got kind of a small frame. She has short, spiky hair that somehow seems to be defying gravity despite the lack of hair products. She's Hispanic, and her her hands are wrapped because you can see she has like a tire iron like this. Mm -hmm. She is wearing a heavy coat despite the heat. She does have a backpack over it. And she is kind of creeping backwards, so she doesn't see you. And she's not what made the noise. Oh! That rules. (laughs) Do I see what made the noise? You do. You see, uh, just beyond her, uh, you see the zombie. And you can see that throughout the course of the past few months of degeneration, uh, it only has one eye because the other eyeball is like out laying on its cheek mm. and it kind of sways a little as it turns its head. It Aww. keeps trying to look. Cute. <laughs> it's, it's going like this. It's and sort of like you, you've got a sock puppet that does exactly yeah, that. Yeah, I've got a, like a googly eyed sock puppet. And, We're going to call him Socks. <laughs> and so he's wearing a prison jumpsuit. Mm. And in life, he was this very extremely tall black man who is, who is pretty big. So you know he's got a good reach. But he's shuffling forward, and he keeps looking for her, you think. And she's kind of trying to stay in his blind side as she sneaks. But then you hear something fall over in the hallway. So you know he's not alone. So your bad situation is there is definitely a swarm of zombies in the hallway. And you realize you hear the moans starting to rise. You just can't see them yet. If I... I'm going to move this thing. I need to not be near this horde of zombies. Like I, I would have essentially have come here for nothing. So the solution has to be shutting this door, <laughs> um, which is a risky maneuver. I kind of feel it really is. 
Because there's a zombie in the room. I got to shut the door. But, like, I kind of trust on prison doors. I kind of feel like if we manage to shut this prison door, it's going to stay shut. Mm. Which could mean we open up potentially a whole new wing of supplies, which would be great. Who's the hero? Hooch is the hero. <laughs> in that situation. Yeah, we found the tagline um, <laughs> for Hooch. So I think what Hooch is going to do is I'm going to avert disaster. Well, before you avert disaster, Ooh. uh-oh. I want you to look at the zombie moves. Oh, okay. So like I said, there is a swarm of zombies in... Oh, barricade the place. So you can definitely barricade it. That just means that, you know, you are barricaded and there's zombies on the other side and you can't get back to the safe wing. Okay. Mm. Oh, so the zombies are from the side that I came from. No, but um, I should draw this out. They're so like imagine a there's a hallway. Yeah. And you came into this room off that hallway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you close the door and they realize you're there, they're going to stay outside the door. Right. So I would have to close the door in a way that wouldn't alert them. Okay. Then, well, then that, that to me does feel like an avert disaster because it feels like I've got disaster sort of looming outside right now. There is a zombie situation. Like we have a zombie in the room, but we're not quite dealing with it. So I feel like if I, for my avert disaster move, I want to uh, quietly close the door. I think the doors are thick enough that if we like take care of this zombie in the room uh, silently, we're not going to have to deal with a, a giant horde on our hands. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to draw to avert disaster. That sounds good. You just had plenty of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so many options because I could have also fleed the dead would have been a good choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And boy. just, but I did I did get uh, this. Um, oh boy, howdy! That's three misses and an opportunity. I'm pushing that <laughs> for a triumph. Good call. Good call. And yeah, see how it plays out. <laughs> So what I think happens, because this was almost horrible. I feel like we've got these big rolls of chain link in the room, and that's what I was sort of looking at and concerning with myself before I found this situation. I turn around. I see this person subtly sneaking around. I hear, uh, you know, moans from the hallway, and there's this big zombie in the room. Quickly, Hooch moves over to that door to shut it and seal them off. As he is moving, part of his arm bumps against one of these like bound up rolls of chain link and it almost falls over. So he's got one arm that like quickly and quietly catches the chain link and another arm that like slowly closes and locks the door. Excellent. So now you're locked in the room with mm-hmm. an unknown woman and a zombie. Mm-hmm. Now, when you darted past her, she she started to like squeak, but then clapped a hand mm-hmm. over her mouth, which made the zombie turn his head and see her. And so he's going straight for her. He hasn't seen you yet. Okay, excellent. I do have this wrench. I think that's the quietest thing. So I think just to show the type of person that Hooch is, Hooch <laughs> Moves Who's the, the hero. He he moved. No, he's hero. not the hero. He moves the roll of chain link first to make sure that that's secure, so he's not going to have a, a problem later. Which I think lets that zombie get closer to that person. But then uh, Hooch is going to turn on that zombie and whack it real hard with this wrench. Excellent. Uh, since it's only one zombie, um, it does go down. Mm-hmm. Batter of blood and brains, and it falls at the feet of the woman who looks at you and says. Well, thanks. 
with that, we're going to switch back over here to you three. So, Gregory, you're naked. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Demarcus, in addition to giving the opinion that you should try working out a little bit more. Yeah, well, okay, thank you, Demarcus. Uh, he's like, you know, you've got this bruise on your on your ass, and I don't know exactly how you got it. <laughs> I just brighten. But he's he just kind of look. At, so you're still in the room. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna be outside. I actually want to be talking to Opal if I can. Yeah. At, at some point. But he's looking at it, and he's like, before you left, he's like, I mean, that doesn't look like a bite to you, right? No. Or if it is, like, they didn't break the skin. Yeah. I don't think it's a bite. Yeah. Are we sure? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's a bite, but I don't think it's like a zombie bite. I think that's like a hey, sex bite. Greg, mm -hmm. you'd tell us if you ran into a daver walking around this area, wouldn't you? I promise you, I would tell you about every single intimate relationship I had with the undead. I believe that. I'm not sure I want to hear that. No, I understand. I'm just saying, like, you know me. I. I, I mean, now I feel like I don't. I put this colony above everything else, yeah. even myself, and I always have in the past. Well, I appreciate that. Greg, you know, um, I'm going to try to open up to Greg here. Let's do it. Um, mm. No, Greg, I know you already know this, but that little ramshackle town is not a particularly kind environment. Mm -hmm. And I'd hate to see the kinds of lies and trickery and violence extend to a place like this, the kinds of things that drive people like me away. Mm -hmm. The worst thing that can happen in here is for us to lose our humanity, Greg. Oh. Um, now you're gonna, since open up to someone is a move. I yeah. like to imagine that he does have his hands on his face and one of them does have the sock puppet. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it you know much what I mean, more Greg? terrifying. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sock pocket pu pu puppet is going to get bloody at some point. Um, so drop plus I soul. got I got an edge. Oh, oh. that means so, you get to look too. You can look at one of their face down cards. I wanna answer. Ask them a question. Either of those two. What would you like? And any question I ask must be answered honestly. Mm -hmm. Or you I can think, look at his cards. I think right now my priority. I, I desperately out of character want to look at his cards <laughs> so bad. Um, but I think. My in-character priority right now is, Greg, you didn't wander into a zombie in here in the clean part of the prison, did you? To respect the fact that you played in-character and did not look at this card you desperately wanted to, I'm going to be overly honest with you. All right, I'll tell you the truth. I did receive a bad upon my buttocks, but it was not from a zombie. It was from, and I trust you two gentlemen to keep this under your hat. DeMarcus is like leaning in. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. It was from Justice. What? Wow, really making the rounds around the prison, eh? Right? I knew she was freaky. You know those religious girls. I will not have girls. you disparage her name. <laughs> I'm I just am saying. sharing a bed with her. I'm just saying. But it, once again, just girl. so that you know that mm -hmm. I'm being absolutely honest with sure. the both of you. Well, then I guess that clears this up. But it does mean that we have a real problem on our hands here, don't we? Wait, let's not gloss over the fact that Justice is a freak in bed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And also, uh, plenty of time on for an that. edge, <laughs> because you got the edge, don't I get to? So oh, you can yeah. either look at one of his cards, Ooh. or uh, ask him any question that they must answer honestly. I think just because of my position in the community, I want to know more about people, so mm -hmm. I would like to look at your past cards. My past? Yeah. So this is a secret, right? Slide yeah. it over? Mm hmm So this is the case where only you two know. But you know he knows. Mm -hmm. 
And it could be just something about your demeanor, something just kind of clued them in. You made a sudden realization yeah, about him. So my question is, since this wasn't revealed, this, this isn't revealed. Okay, I yeah. see, I see. So yeah. that's a separate thing. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. And you can at any point reveal your cards as long as you fulfill the trigger on them. Great. Got it. Mm -hmm. Cool. So while this is going on, uh, Justice, you did hear something about freaking bed. But in the meantime, <laughs> you're talking to Opal. What are you talking to Opal about? Um, I want to. Um, I want to try to. My goal is to try to get her to trust me more and like me more. Um, so I'm just like, now, Opal, I understand that you were the warden of this prison and that my father was a prisoner of yours. And I understand what he was blamed of because of what his followers did. You mean what he was convicted of? Yes. And I am not here to seek atonement for my father. I'm here simply trying to live with this community and help us survive and thrive. In the way that a plant reaches for the light, so too must we all. <laughs> and I, I would hope that you would see my intentions as earnest and honest and work with me instead of at odds with me to help build this community up. Now, what are, is, you told me your intent here, but are you trying to trigger a move? Yeah, I want to open to up to someone. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, uh, pull plus uh, soul. One, two, three. What you got? I got an edge. Excellent. Ooh. Juicy. Mm -hmm. Love it. Excellent. All right, so uh, Opal doesn't have a card for you to, to look at. Right. So NPCs, you can raise their dip disposition or calm them down. So essentially, you can make her like you. I want to make her like me. She <laughs> is smiling, and she's like, mm -hmm. you know, you're right. You're right. You have been a good community member. You do a lot to make sure that everyone keeps their spirits up. And, and I'm sorry I said that about your puppet theater. Okay. I, I think it, it's actually valuable. I'm just so frustrated. I mean, I feel like, and this is just between you and I. Of course. Wick might be a little bit of a threat to the community. I'm Wick. trying to make sure that everyone contributes, and he does, but there's just something about about him, you know? I do. I, I do. Can you see? You can't see us at this point. No. I would love if you like looked over at him and he's just doing that puppet thing. <laughs> yeah. You know um, what I mean, Greg? You know, you know uh, the truth of it is, is that light sometimes does cast a shadow. But that just means you need more light to shine on it to get it up to its full intensity. That's what I'm trying to do. That's why I've taken such a close relationship with with Cousin Wick. Well, that's actually why I thought maybe you could do me a favor, because oh, definitely, <laughs> definitely, some people just need more light. Mm -hmm. But um, sometimes there are plants that no matter how much light you give them, they are still bad. They're, mm. they're poisonous. Like a thistle or a, yes. or a nightcap. Yes. Wick is a, is, is a thistle. And, mm. and sometimes you just have to tear those plants out by the root. I'm going to take the stress and move out of this. <laughs> be like, I choose... Not to believe in that even a thistle can be beautiful in a natural wildflower wild garden setting. And I believe that if he does have some prickles, that I can prune them. I will give you some more time to try and do that. But I trust if something were to happen to Wick, you wouldn't hold it against me. If he were to get bit, I would put him down with all the fiery intensity of a sun. All right. 
but Glad until we had this that chat. moment, <laughs> until that moment, until that moment, he's another person walking, walking the path just the same as all of us. If I may, Mayor Ramirez, <laughs> and she she kind of does that. Like, oh. Can I a, a real quick backtracky yeah. question? I yeah. just was looking at the open up to someone thing. Um, do we, we both clear stress from that, right? Yes. Because I oh. got a hit on it? Yes. Cool. I didn't have one, but I thought. Thank you. I'm sorry. Thank you. And you would also clear stress if you have one. Me? Oh, great. Uh, so well, good. I took one from the edge. Oh, then so, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, very good. Demarcus will let Gregory uh, put his clothes back on okay. because now he just wants to hear about an uh, explicit detail. Right. While you two are talking about that. I'm going to go take a look around and see if I can't find this mysterious straggler. <laughs> That's right. Which brings us back to you. Rotate that mic a tiny bit. I am trying to gauge what Hooch's reaction to the situation is going to be. And I think, like, he looks this person up and down. You know, she did reply with, like, a very polite, you know, thanks. You sort of person that thinks it's real funny to mess with fences. Is it your fence? It's everybody's goddamn fence. Well, if it's everybody's goddamn fence, I was just coming Everybody through. on the inside, that's a point of a goddamn fence. Really? When you're on the outside, you can't tell. Well, Look, I didn't mean to make trouble. I just, I was looking for some place well, sure, to, like, crash for the night. You didn't mean to make trouble, night. so you came to a place surrounded by goddamn zombies, made a hole in the fence, and didn't repair it? Well, what would you do? I don't know. I'm a human being, so we normally communicate by talking where I'm from. How do I know you're not bad people? I've run into some bad people. Everybody's bad people. See? Of course I'm goddamn bad people. Look at me. He's, you know, in a prison <laughs> jumpsuit. We're the only people that we got left, though. So I don't think it's polite to let in a horde of zombies on anyone. I, I wasn't trying to let in a horde. I just didn't know how to fix it. I didn't even know anybody was in here. I was just looking for some place to stay the night. Well, you know what? Maybe, uh... Best thing that we can do in this situation, everybody make themselves useful. So you got two hands, you got a backpack, we got a room full of supplies, and this technically ain't a safe area. So we're going to take what we can carry. We're going to head back. So she will introduce herself as Leo. She's good at scavenging, survival, and stealth. She has that backpack and heavy coat and a machete, which isn't listed on her card. And she is a drifter. Mm. Mm -hmm. Aren't we all in some yeah, way nah. drifters? And honestly, I don't. But justice trusts. Everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Which is great. I'm, I'm super happy that Leo is here because I think really moving a chain link role is more than a one person job. So to do that quickly, um, they would need to work together. Um, they definitely would. So I, I, I don't know what Hooch thinks of this situation. I, I kind of feel like he is already written off like there are meaner minds that have to think about this sort of thing and what you do with this sort of person. But in the here and now, I need somebody to help me move this goddamn fence. So that's what he's going to do. Okay, so you're kind of gathering up all the mm -hmm. supplies you can. Now, the, the door you close, it has a tiny peephole, but it's not quite enough for the zombies to look in unless they're, like, lucky. Or if that one was still alive, it could push its eyeball in. <laughs> but unfortunately, he's Slide dead. The door. <laughs> that would require some real complex thought yeah. on the boy, that zombie. Oh, boy. So while you're working, you can hear, like, occasional thuds and moans, mm -hmm. like, very faintly on the outside of the door. I do want to give you a chance, if you would like to interact with Leo in any way, mm -hmm. reveal anything to her or anything like that, because she, she is kind of giving you, like, you will catch her staring at you, like, okay, 
you're quite a bit bigger than me and an inmate, and I'm just assessing. If you're worried about me doing something to you, I'm not going to do anything to you. Well, you know, can't be too careful. I get that. <sighs> Look, I'm a violent person. That's why I'm here. All right, but it's practical. I mean, I can get that. Like, you know, I don't think twice before I, I kill one of them walkers. You call them walkers? Why not? They're zombies. <laughs> I see, we all seen movies. We know what they are. They're yeah. zombies. But like saying it out loud, and, and she, mm. she's like getting comfortable. She's like, saying it out loud makes me start thinking either the world is crazy or I am. And I also feel kind of stupid saying it. You were just contemplating hitting a man with a tire iron too long ago. You're crazy. I'm crazy, too, because I hit a man with a wrench. <laughs> he rolls up his sleeve, and he reveals, like, some nasty, nasty scars that are up and down his arms. I was crazy before everything went to hell, too, though. That looks pretty bad. Yeah, I used to fight for a living. And I am going to reveal my past. Do tell. NPC. I used to fight for money. <laughs> That's how I ended up in here. Uh, none of it was strictly legal, and... Uh, Something went wrong, and uh, my lawyer wasn't good enough to get me off for it. Wait, so you killed someone else in a fight? Yeah. Did they look that bad? And she, like, points at your arm. I mean, we all kind of got that bad, but that's a, that's a hand we were dealt. I guess I can't really judge you. I mean, past is past, right? Now, why don't you read for us what the, the card does for you? Yeah. Reveal this card. When you suffer serious harm, you can draw plus one which is great. And the little flavor text that I got here is pretty much all of your life you've been a fighter. Only way most people accepted it is if it happened in a ring with rules. So that's how you did it. Now there's no ring, no rules. The world's a fight and you're ready. All right. So why are you getting to know Leo? Mm -hmm. Who reveals that, you know, before the, the world went to hell, she was already a drifter. She didn't live anywhere specific. She, she got used to just walking and just wandering. And so that's why, you know, you're actually the first person she's seen in a while. I'm surprised you didn't see anyone from... I mean, Wick's always going on about that community of people who aren't so nice who uh, live around the lake. You say you didn't see anyone coming in? I mean, I don't know what your friend told you, but no one's left alive there. Fucking rule. <laughs> Wick. <laughs> Sorry, Wick. <laughs> she's like, I, I skirted it. I mean, that's why... I came over here. I, I found a little canoe and that definitely had seen better days. I mean, I might as well have swam. But okay. that's why I figured the prison was probably full of zombies too. So I, I just kind of found a, a clear room to sleep in. Well, you, you're you in luck. There are people here. Like, like people, people. Uh, whole whole community. I mean, it's not a big community, but it's it's people. We, we don't got a lot, but we got people. Huh. And, you know, we, we could always use more, more hands around. I mean, more hands does mean more mouths to feed, but with more manpower, you know, I'm hoping that we might be able to clear this place out. I don't know. I mean, it sounds like you got a good setup here, but I'm doing pretty good on my own. Well, I guess you're alive, so that's uh, got to count for something, right? And she smiles. And you notice she's sweating really heavy. So... <sighs> Moving back, Wick. Yeah, I, I as I come out of the cell, I pass by Justice, wait, like who's been waiting outside while we inspected Greg. No, and I just say, 
Hey there, Justice. Hey, Cousin Wick. Um, I was about to take a walk around and look for this mysterious stranger who's walking around in our prison. Want to come with? Uh, I'm going to look at Opal and say, uh, well, we do have a lot to do today, but you know what? I do feel like going for a constitutional. And you know, it's always good to get a little extra light in, get closer to our fellow man. I would be happy to. <laughs> Great. How is uh, Gregory? He's fine. Uh, we checked him out. There's no bites. No bites? No, which means we have maybe an even more interesting problem on our hands. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Where are you going to scout? And I'll organize a party to go in a different place. Well, it seems like uh, if the start of this little misadventure was... Uh, on, is it Anya? Anya's. Was it Anya's cell? Um, that seems like the smartest place to start to me. I would love to go look at Anya's cell to see what was so interesting there this morning <laughs> that drew Gregory towards it. Okay, I'll, I'll uh, gather a couple of people and we'll go check out around the fence. We'll start there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Also, birds also Opal, I didn't get around to checking all the snares this morning because of the fence, so you mm-hmm. might want to have one of the youngins look for the rabbits and whatnot. Of course. Well, and hey, Greg, since you're all clear, do you want to come with us? Might be fun. Yeah, Cousin Mason, why don't you come with DeMarcus us? Demarcus is like digging his elbow in your side. He's like, come on. Normally, I cannot resist such a tempting offer to be with such fine company as the two of you. But I'm a little concerned that Hooch did not interfere in our little goings on. Usually he's the first whenever troubles. You know how he likes to be a hero. He yeah, is he quite the contrarian. <laughs> he does love to butt his nose into places. And didn't he, did he not say that he went down to inspect a hole in a fence? Oh, then Opal's oh. party will probably run right into him. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm a little concerned about that if somebody goes to investigate a hole in the fence and does not return. Why don't you go with Opal's uh, crew then down there and... Uh, I, th- I think I will go down with Opal's crew. Demarcus looks totally disappointed. He's like, well, I'm still going to come with you guys. Great. Great. Demarcus. The more the merrier. I, I'm going to have to, uh, I would like to get Demarcus to come with me. It's like okay. De- Demarcus, <laughs> I have had such a trying morning. I, I, I need my right hand, you understand. So it sounds like you're actually directing him to take action, mm-hmm. to accompany you. Okay. And you're not just asking him for help. You're definitely not calming him down, even though yeah. he's kind of leering at Justice a little. Yeah, I don't. And I'm ju- Justice is just being like. <laughs> like what? I don't, I don't understand. So you're directing him to come with you. Are mm-hmm. you directing him to take specific action? I want to just to get things off, but I'm trying to think of like what it would be. Um, well, what are his skills? Intimidation. Intimidation and uh, violence and empathy. I guess empathy, like, like you know, hey man, let's keep this moving. You know, like, like <laughs> that's the silent thing that I'm saying. It is the empathy that I'm going for. It's like. I could use you by my side in these trying times. Okay. As opposed to screwing with me. So perhaps the action you're taking is for him, or the action you want him to take is to come and support you. Yeah. And perhaps to be there in case there's violence. That too, and also, like, I think the thing is, like, I'm really concerned about how quick Opal was to judge me when I thought I was raising uh, an alarm. And so I was like, I need you on my side in case she just doubts me again. That totally, totally works. Yeah. So. Like Opal mainly controls the, or like directs the prison populace, right? Well, it sounds like most people kind of does what she says. Yeah. She just kind of established herself as a, 
a leader, and if anybody would like to challenge that, you can do that. Mm. I would encourage that. Okay, Great. so yeah. Um, so you're going to draw two cards. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. You get an additional one because he has empathy. Mm -hmm. So one of his skills, but his equipment doesn't really count for this. Yeah, cool. So you get three cards. Three cards. I get, ooh, the best was an edge. <laughs> so, on an edge, the plan works, but I get to choose. They suffer a terrible loss, they endure serious harm, or they reveal their true nature. Oh, boy. So, that's going to come out soon. Right now? Oh. At this very moment? He's going to tell me, so I'm not surprised? It's just no. right in front of you, he just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Horse! <laughs> My appendix. <laughs> <laughs> um, although that would be super serious in the it zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what a nightmare. Um, you just die. <laughs> I mean, we'd have to try to take it out. Yeah. And then you die of infection. Yeah. yeah. You just die. Yeah. There's no. But one no way, way, one way there's water. a chance, and yeah. the other way yeah, there's doctor. no. You didn't chance. get that infirmary. No, you did not. Yeah. We have bigger priorities. Yeah, puppet we theater. had the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we need the skidoos. Yeah. The skidoos. That's right. Skidoos and puppets. Come handy yeah. so far. And might be relevant soon. Oh, oh. skidoos. So. Waterworld show. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, We're going to reenact Waterworld. Yeah. It's one of the only bits of entertainment we do once a year. Yeah. It kills about half of our population, but everyone feels really good about it. It's uh, We all bonded as a community over our mutual love of Waterworld. Yeah. Before the yeah. power went out, it, yeah. was, it was the only movie we had. Yeah. It was the one that, they, it was like the prison movie yeah. that mm -hmm. they The only one that hadn't been checked out. I, yeah. I think the, the zombies actually are now judging you and are coming to yeah. eat you for your poor taste in movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, at least it's not Lady in the Water. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. So DeMarcus kind of grumbles and he's still kind of looking at Justice, but he comes along with you. Mm -hmm. So are you going to check out uh, the fence? We're going with... Uh, Opal. Okay, Opal's headed to the fence. Yeah, so yeah, that's where we This works out perfectly. Yeah. Oh boy. So, you come out the front of the prison, mm -hmm. and Opal's like, yeah, it's over there, and then she's like, and she just blinks for a minute, and she's like, wait, that looks weird. And so, beyond the fence, just to clarify, it sounds like the prison is on the island, mm -hmm. fairly small island. Mm -hmm. There is the lake, and then beyond that is the colony. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what she's looking at is the colony. Mm -hmm. And as everyone kind of gathers around her and stares over, the, over her shoulder, you can see that one of the buildings facing the prison has started to fall. Mm -hmm. So before the survivors left the colony, they had gotten sheet metal, garage doors, anything they could find and started to make a makeshift fence around mm -hmm. some of the buildings because they wanted to be feel safer mm -hmm. before they're like, wait, there are fences over there. So you can see now that one of the buildings is leaning against the fence and it's starting to topple mm. and climbing over the fence because it has tilted oh. enough are a number of zombies. And there are more zombies that are walking towards the water mm. and the water just lies there all glistening and pretty mm -hmm. in, the, in the, by now, noon sunlight. So mm -hmm. it's like, you're about to die. It is just so hot mm -hmm. and the sun is beating down and that makes that little haze in the distance mm -hmm. from the heat. But you see all these zombies walking into the water. Oh boy. Mm -hmm. Cool. 
Um, <laughs> so she, she's, she's the one who said, like, what's that? Yeah. Okay, it's like, all right, I think we need to make it an instant move to uh, alert everyone uh, to be Father Flair. And she's like, no, are you dumb? They're that will just draw them faster. They're headed this way anyway, and it's imperative that everyone knows the danger coming. Uh, let's see here. Yeah. Get in her face. Make a plan. I think you need to actually assess a bad situation or calm an NPC down. You're trying to do one of mm. those two. Yeah. Let's calm an NPC down. Let's, Excellent. I, I'm, I'm going it's for not like you're going with reason. I'm going for the throne, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah. So she is kind of like obviously challenging you. Yeah. Um, she even goes so far as to say, I am in charge around here, and we will not use that flare unless I give the order. Mm -hmm. We still have time to notify everyone without drawing more of those fucking zombies in mm -hmm. with your goddamn fireworks. And I'm going to say, can, my argument real fast for yeah. what I'm pulling for is, if we do the flare, we can pull the zombies to a certain area of the prison, as opposed to just letting them go underwater where we don't see them and have no idea where they're going to come out. <laughs> Good point. Good point. And zombies hear fireworks underwater. Yeah, so either way, <laughs> they either don't hear us or they go where we want. All right, so I'm going to draw... So plus two, so three. Uh, steel. Okay, so two. Uh, there's a triumph right there. Hey. All right. As I'm saying this speech, a flag drops behind me, and everyone was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jets overhead. That's right. Wait, it's jets strange. help us. <laughs> right. Crash into them. Um, okay, so you get to pick two. Okay, cool. They keep calm for some time. They reveal their true concerns, or they don't hold you responsible. I could pick two, right? Yeah. So they reveal their true concerns and they keep calm for some time. Let's see. She glances around at everybody, kind of rolls her eyes a little bit and says, Demarcus, go set off the firework. And then she kind of pulls you aside. She's mm -hmm. like, look, Gregory, I don't mean to be so hard on you. It's just, I've got all this stress on me. I've got to deal with William fucking Boonslang and his fucking clan on mm -hmm. one hand, who are all sunshine on the surface, but underneath you know they're a bunch of fucking killers. And then I've got fucking Wick over there being creepy as fuck <laughs> with his puppets. And I just, I'm just waiting for one of these two groups to do something even worse than a zombie can. I'm gonna... I'm going to open up to you. Please do. I'm going to open up to you and uh, tell you uh, in character my secret. Yes. Because I really want the power on my side. I was like, absolutely. You have done an amazing job with these inmates being, turning them around and getting them to be responsible. And I think we can absolutely get the members of this organization to go along with us. And I think that because, well, I'm not so different from them. I. Serve some time in prison myself. Oh no! <laughs> Whoa! Ex-con! Ex-con! Um, beautiful. And you see her face changes suddenly. She's like, you're one of us. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it's where, where I learned law was because my lawyer would absolutely not be in my case, so I had to defend myself. And when I got out, I went instantly into law school. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Very done. well done, sir. Thank you. Um, and what does that give you? So from now on, draw plus one when you try to escape a physical danger. Ooh. <laughs> Very nice. All right. 
So that was a lovely scene with Opal, mm -hmm. and now you're one of hers. Yeah. So what I'd really like to see now, because we have the looming threat of the zombies, mm. basically we're starting to get to the point that that kind of turnover, if this were a TV show, where we know the bad thing's coming, so we're just waiting for it to happen. Mm -hmm. So you two are going looking, starting at Anya's cell. Mm -hmm. So you search around a little bit, and you do indeed find a little bit of a trail, uh, like scuff marks and drop piece of fabric, uh, leading eventually into the direction of where Hooch and mm. Leo are sitting behind a door with zombies outside. Mm. She has a pack of cards. Okay. I'm just saying. Pack of cards? Yeah, because you, you've got everything ready and the zombies are still outside. And she, she pulls out a pack of cards. <laughs> Like, how long do you think it'll be till your people come looking for us? Well, if I were them, I wouldn't come looking. Okay, your people kind of suck. You're not really convincing me to stay here. No, I mean, I didn't tell them that I was going anywhere. I thought this was going to be a real quick trip. Okay, I guess I won't really blame them. Do you know poker? Do I know poker? And she starts dealing out the cards. Money doesn't really work, does it? No. Any suggestions? To swap stories. I mean, I was going to go for strip poker, but if you prefer to talk <laughs> stories... Well, look, uh, I don't want to be caught in any situation with my pants down, especially uh, considering the world and all. You are an interesting man. Do you have someone special? Is that why you're saying that? Uh, no, you're just not my type. Aww. She does look like totally disappointed. Ain't nothing to do with you. It's uh, just uh, personal preferences. Uh, you understand? Yeah, I guess. All right, well, we can tell stories. And so she will deal out a hand. But let's look to you two. I gotta say, this is pretty exciting. Although I had hoped to put some real time into our theater today. Yeah, I was really looking forward to getting the second act together. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually have been writing some for it. Oh, really? Yeah. It'd be really? nice to get to do some real honest-to-God character work again. <laughs> again? Hmm? <laughs> again? You said again? Did you used to... Oh, you used to do it. Wow, what a what a quick catch! Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, you know I did, and I'd like to reveal my past. Please do. I am an actor. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Please you don't. Know, what does this mean? <laughs> I uh, I actually used to um, before all this went down. Mm -hmm. I did uh, a little bit of on camera work, mostly oh. industrials. Oh really? Yeah. Who are you in any? I would know. I did a commercial for Purina once. Oh, the dog? <laughs> That's right. Wait a minute. Wait. Uh-huh. Wait. Mm-hmm. I uh -huh. see it. I see it. Honey, have you seen Rex? <laughs> uh, you're the dad in the dog commercial. That's right. Well, I'll be. I I didn't notice with the scars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to use this move to open up to. I was gonna say, uh, uh, you still you go ahead and draw cards. Like, great, here we go. Um, and we'll see how that goes Here for your go. soul. Uh, I got a triumph. Excellent. Uh, All right. And I would love to segue this conversation and get a peek at your trauma card. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Good you know, that it's it's nice to be able to hold on to things in, in this kind of new, strange world we're facing. And mm. Getting this puppet theater up and going feels like a little piece of what I'm missing from back before. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's some things I miss from back before, too. Holy shit. 
can I uh, can I do an I think, open up? I think I'm like sensing this. Yeah. yeah. Like underneath. Yeah. Sometimes you just feel you feel on edge, you know, and you you feel <laughs> like you're you feel like you're gonna lose yourself, oh. and you feel you feel pain, just so much pain. Mm-hmm. So you just want some way to let it out. Although this isn't maybe typical in Powered by the Apocalypse World games, you can open up right back. Great. That's what I want to do. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah wow. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> sometimes I draw you three. Do anything to get rid of it or pass that pain off to someone else. Exactly. Ooh, I got an edge. Ooh. All right. So what are you revealing? You don't have to turn over a card, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to. Can I turn over my trauma card? You can. Um, uh, now everyone's going to know how traumatized you are and why. Okay. I'm going to hold off on it. Oh. I'm going to oh. hold off. Oh, oh, it's, it's yeah. we're ramping up, though. I'm uh, going by Alan's reaction solely, and I'm like, his eyes are screaming. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, so just I'm just revealing something about myself. Would I reveal one of the other cards? or? You can say something about your feelings or your past. I'll say uh, I worked at the uh, old folks' home in town for a while, mm. and there it was easier to to live with with some of the feelings I had just because there was so many people I could be with as they passed on and mm-hmm. help them find comfort in those last moments. And sure. that's what I feel like I'm, why I felt drawn back to my father's message is I realized the light is something you can pass on to people even when it seems darkest. And you can give them hope by at least easing them on into the next world. Now, you can either look at his face-down card Mm -hmm. or ask him a question that he must answer honestly. I want to look at the card. (laughs) (laughs) I think we're coming to an understanding. You know, I always have felt as though you and I, while not necessarily close, see the world in a, not in the same way, but I think we see the world as a system and we, we recognize the same levers. I agree. I would say we're cut from the same cloth. Or better yet, that we cut the same cloth. Opal's so yeah. right about you guys. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> quite so reasonable. This is why our puppet shows are such a success. Agreed. Those children are going to lose their minds. Mm. <laughs> now you get to uh, either look oh, at that's a right, face-down card or ask her a question that she must answer honestly. Hey, can I... Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. I heard through the grapevine mm. that you have a bit of a personal relationship with Gregory. Yes. I was just curious if that was just a physical thing or what your real feelings about him might be. I have not talked with anybody about this, and I p- please keep this oh, between Oh, I <laughs> am a locked box. If my father found out, I, I'd, I'd hate to see what his followers did, but... I, I find myself quite smitten with. Really? Mm-hmm. There's something emotional going on there. Yes, with Mr. Mason. He's a warm light. He gives satisfaction to some passions I wouldn't otherwise have a place to put it. Hmm. So as you say that, and remember that neither of you are aware of the encroaching mm-hmm. horde, because it has grown from a swarm to a horde. Mm. You hear what she's saying but it starts to be punctuated by moans. Mm. So as you uh, grow close to the corner, I assume you're not morons and you don't just keep tromping on, that you start like looking ahead. 
you see that in the corridor, there are a handful of zombies, uh, probably what you would term a swarm, mm -hmm. and they're kind of standing around in the hallway. Most of them are wearing prison jumpsuits, and man, can you smell them. It's, it's re decaying flesh that's been in the dark for weeks. Like one of the closer ones, as he's kind of looking at a door, and you, can, it's, you would swear that he's trying to figure out how the door works. Mm. Um, you can see there are actually mushrooms uh, growing out of the crevices Ugh. of his face. Not cute. And Not cute. The last, one was, the last one was cute. Very cool. <laughs> the eyeball one was cute? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> but, but imagine this one is a sock puppet. It has little yeah. mushrooms on it. Ugh, I mean, gross. No to be honest, yeah. he sounds like a fun guy. Oh! Nice, nice, nice! <laughs> I'll take a stress. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, but several of them seem very concentrated on one particular door. And there are, a couple of them are banging on it. Uh, Inside, you're continuing to swap stories. Mm -hmm. She has great stories of like how, the best way to trick restaurants out of food whenever you don't have any money. Real useful information these days. Mm. Uh, I, I do want to draw for assess a bad situation. Mm -hmm. All right. It's two for me. One and two, both edges. Okay, so on an edge, ask one. Yep. Um, okay, so uh, the question that I have is who here is most vulnerable to the dead? So between you and Leo? Between me and Leo. It's gonna be you. Mm. Damn. Who's the hero? Ah, Hooch. is not the hero. Hooch's got too much trauma to be a hero. She is just, she's lighter, she's faster on her feet, and that tire iron never leaves her side. Yeah, and she's also got a machete, too, which mm -hmm. seems unfair. Yeah. She's got so much stuff. Okay. And yeah. she is very good at survival. So, yeah, that's kind of what I've gathered from her stories too so i think there was a period where during this poker game like swapping stories and whatnot hooch was sort of trying to assess whether he was going to have to leave the like injure her or leave her for for dead or something to cover his own escape mm -hmm. and it's become i think that's one of the reasons that he declined to become intimate with her in any way as he didn't want to grow closer to the person that he was contemplating essentially murdering but he realized uh, that plan is just not going to pan out uh for me no. so he's now trying to just figure out how long they can really wait in this room she has a little bit of food and water she does not offer it to you yeah Zombies. Yeah. A swarm. Think, so please take a look at your zombie mm -hmm. moves. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, I, I am surprised, visibly surprised as I come around the corner and see them. But quickly, my face twists from shock into the first genuine smile that I've had on my face in many days. It's the first one that reaches like all the way up and my eyes light up and I pull the claw hammer out of the holster in my like carpenter pants and I look at Justice and I just look at them and then I laugh and laugh. And I'm oh, just gonna, uh, I'm, my survival <laughs> is pretty low so I'm just gonna say, um, uh, Wick, mm -hmm. what do we do? Oh, I cannot wait. 
<laughs> no, but what do we do? What do I do? And Wick, I run what do towards I do? You're running. Yep, do I, I am fighting the dead. So you're going to fight the dead. Uh, draw uh, plus this savagery. actually, I think, seems like the perfect time to reveal my trauma card Please as well. Please do. Which is that I am explosive. <laughs> <laughs> While revealed, I draw plus two when I unexpectedly act out with violence or aggression. So here I go. So that's six cards. I'm going to draw six savagery cards. Wow. wow. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. So far, not great. JK, a triumph. Nice. Excellent. I would hope so. All right. On a hit, you gracefully reduce their numbers. So, mm -hmm. he just tears through them. Little mushroom dude, he goes first. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, apparently laughing the entire time, which is totally not creepy. Mm -hmm. So now you have to choose one, because whenever zombies are involved, it's never all okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So you attract the attention of a third party. Oh, even on a triumph? Yes. Okay. You in oh, see right. an edge, uh, it's even an worse, because I an get edge. to choose one. Both of you have to choose one. Yeah. Uh, uh, you end up in a bad spot, draw a bite card, or you can mark stress or suffer harm. Now that's suffering serious harm. Yes. You could die. Interesting. Let's do that. All right. Oh. So mark stress or suffer harm. You want to suffer serious harm? Yeah, let's 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 see what happens. Because one of a, the zombies the they get a hold of your arm. Mm -hmm. And they're held at they're kind of like behind some other zombies, some dead ones, so they can't get to you to bite you. So they're trying to pull your arm off essentially. Hooray. Because they're like, mmm, chicken wing. No. So, oh, seriously affect what kinds of auditions I can get sent out to. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. All right. Let me shuffle these. Let's see here. Oh boy. So let's see. So draw a card from the survivor deck. Draw an additional card for each true statement. The harm isn't explicitly None lethal. Of them probably apply that. To you. The harm is pulling my pulling at my arm isn't explicitly lethal, is it? No. You, you would bleed out and die. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a zombie. It's trying to mm -hmm. kill but you. But that's not explicitly lethal. <laughs> It's All right, potentially I'll lethal. I'll give you. I'll give you. It isn't explicitly lethal. Yeah. Okay, here so we go. So you get a plus one. Great. So I'll just draw two cards. All right. Well, the harm is definitely mm -hmm. intentional, and yeah, yes. I don't. I don't have any cover. Yeah. Unless yeah. you want to be my bodyguard. Oh no. All right. Yeah. Unless you want to get involved in this, because we're going to involve you in a second. All right. So draw two. Here we go. Edge. Oh, oh you're lucky. All right, so they get your arm off. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god! That's lucky? Arm off! <laughs> well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back next week with more Zombie World. If you're looking for other great gaming shows, be sure to check out the Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Bulletier create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from around the game's community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it. Think of it as sitting in on a great Session Zero every week. Heroes, I cannot wait to see you at Gen Con. If you're going to the show and you haven't found any of our events yet, be sure to head over to bit.ly slash osngencon. There you'll be able to find a fully updated list with the time and locations of everything we're doing at the show. Remember, if an event is sold out, you can always show up at the appointed time and location with generic tickets and we'll try and sneak you in. 
As always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week it is simple. Many states are purging their voter rolls, which means it's up to us to make sure everyone's registered and ready to vote come election day. If you want to know how to register, head to vote.org to see how to do it in your state. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. One Shot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.